Hello, hello. Today's story is called Something, a Something, a Something. It's called A Chef's Tale in 13 Bites by Nikki Nakayama. In a Los Angeles kitchen, a woman tells a story while cooking. If you were to visit her restaurant, you'd be served 13 dishes. Each one is part of her tale. This is the story of that woman told in 13 bites. Come, sit, taste. Nikki Nakayama was born in the United States. Her parents were born in Japan. This is bite one, it says. Okay. Outside of Nikki's house was Los Angeles. Inside of her house was Japan. Sometimes the two cultures felt very different, but in the kitchen they became one. Nikki's mother cooked American food with a Japanese twist, like meatloaf with soy sauce, rice, and potatoes. And on Thanksgiving, teriyaki turkey. Bite two. One day, Nikki's grandmother took her to the market. We're going to shop for New Year's dinner, her grandmother said. Yes, cheered Nikki. This is the best day of my life. Her grandmother laughed. Doesn't your mother feed you? Of course she did, but for Nikki, food wasn't just about eating. It was about sharing a table full of love and laughter. We're going to make a feast, Nikki said. Then we'll all eat together. And she hugs Grandma, and they're in a Japanese market. Bite three. As Nikki got older, she, she hungered to create her own life story. She liked to imagine, explore, and invent. Look, she's painting and using binoculars to look afar, and she's making some pizzas. Look, she's making some pizzas, a whole stack of pizzas. And she drew one, too. Yeah. Most of all, Nikki loved making up her own. Most of all, Nikki loved making up her own recipes, like many pizzas made from jarred pasta sauce, cheese, and wonton wrappers. Ooh, that's yummy. But when she turned 12, Nikki had to help out at the family business, a seafood warehouse for chefs. Nikki didn't like the icy building. The fish stared at her with dead eyes. When I grow up, Nikki thought, I'll do my own thing. Bite four. Nikki worked hard at school, but no matter what she accomplished, her parents had big dreams. Mm-hmm. Her parents had big dreams for one person only, Nikki's brother. My son will be a success, said Nikki's father. Always respect your brother, Nikki's mother said, because he's the oldest and a boy. Nikki wished her parents believed she could be a success too. She didn't know what she'd be when she grew up, but she knew if she dreamed big and worked hard, she could do anything. Yeah, dream big, get a big. Like, Mommy, yeah, that's right. uh-huh. Um, so is I. Is is the woman's is the woman in the woman who told this story is that is the woman Nikki? Oh yeah, you know I'm sorry. The author is actually Jamie Mitchellock. Um, the story is called Nikki Nakayama: A Chef's Tale in Thirteen Bites, but the story is written by Jamie Mitchellock and Debbie Machinko Florence. Said it over? No. no. <laughs> then then Kuyashi Nikki thought I'll show them. Bite five. After graduating from high school, Nikki felt hungry for adventure. She traveled to Tokyo, Japan, where she spent her days discovering the city one bite at a time. Crunchy fried octopus balls, mm. slippery udon and ramen noodles, oh, yum. and sweet chewy mochi. Oh yeah, these are all the places in Tokyo. This is the map. Yeah, there's Ueno, Ginza, Akihabara. Hey, look, hey, look, I see, Asuka. I see. Oh, in Tokyo, yeah, they have that building. It looks like the Eiffel, Eiffel Tower. Tower. Yeah, it, it does look like it's in, but it's in Tokyo, so it's different. It's a little Tokyo. bit different. Yeah. There's a bullet train, yeah. There's a map. Yeah. From Tokyo, Nikki took a train north to her cousin's inn, a ryokan nestled in a peaceful mountainside. 
bite six. There, Nikki was served a meal of many courses. One by one, the dishes flowed like a stream. Each dish was a work of art. Each bite burst with flavor. The tomato scent brought back memories of a long-ago picnic. The corn soup tasted of a warm, lazy day. Together, the the courses told the story of the summer. Nikki learned the storytelling piece had a name, Kaiseki. Inspired, Nikki wanted to tell stories with food, too. Bite seven. Oh, then kick my face. Keep your feet to yourself. Stop. Stop kicking me. When Nikki returned home to Los Angeles' Bite 7, she announced, I'm going to cooking school. You can't, said her mother. Chefs are on their feet all day. Your small body can't handle it. But Nikki went to cooking school anyway. She chopped and measured and stirred. Nikki? Mm-hmm. She began to see food as art, as car- a carrot as a mountain. Nikki's family thought her cooking was just a hobby. Kuyashi, Nikki thought. I'll show them. By eight. While in cooking school, Nikki got a job at a sushi restaurant. At first, Chef Izumida wasn't sure if Nikki could handle working in his kitchen. Female sushi chefs were rare. You're just playing chef, he joked. This is not play, Nikki said. She worked harder than anyone. Chef Izumida appreciated her determination. Watch and learn, he said. That's the best way to become a chef. Nikki watched. Nikki learned. Next, she wanted to study kaiseki. What's that? Remember when her cousin made that food in the inn? That's what it was called. Nikki followed her heart back to Japan, back to her cousin's inn. Bite nine. But as far as she knew, female kaiseki chefs didn't exist. In Japan, recipes and cooking techniques were handed down from fathers to sons, male mentors to male apprentices. You can't, people told her. I can, Nikki thought. She tended the garden, she saw snow for the first time, and she discovered how to tell nature's stories through her cooking. For three years, Nikki watched. Nikki learned. And she's, look at her, she's studying under her blanket with a flashlight. Because she's cold, I guess. Because um, I think it's nighttime and she's still, yeah, she's a little bit chilly, so she's just keeping warm. But she still wants to study. Bite, bite ten. ten. Hey, isn't that the same mural that bite one was on? Yeah, it looks because they're back at the home in Los Angeles, it looks like. Once again, Nikki returned to Los Angeles, but this time with a dream and a plan. Which one is Nikki? I think it's the girl standing up talking to her mom. I'm going to open a restaurant, she announced. You can't, her family said. You're not ready. But Nikki convinced them to give her a loan. That means they're bo- she's borrowing, them, um, borrowing some money from them. But then she'll return it later. Her family agreed, but with one condition. If the restaurant failed, she would have to close it and say goodbye to her dream forever. Kuyashi, she thought. I'll show them. By 11, Nikki dreamed of creating kaiseki dishes all There's her own. There's two more bites left. You're right. right. But her hey, mo- I can see bite five already. <laughs> but her mother suggested, serve a more familiar food, like sushi. Nikki's heart said no, but she replied yes. She wanted to prove to her family that she could be a success. From morning till night, she planned and ordered. Can you buy five <laughs> Sliced and chopped, prepared and plated. We ate that at the restaurant. Yeah, it's at a, the mall. Do you know what that is? Dangyo. Dangyo, yeah, it's soy sauce. It's not called dangyo, it's called jangyo. No, dangyo. You like calling it dangyo? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, she planned and ordered, sliced, chopped, and prepared and plated, and she even washed dishes. By the end of the year, customers lined up at the door. Finally, Nikki knew her parents were proud of her, but Nikki grew tired of making sushi night after night. 
This is not my dream, she thought. So Nikki made the hard decision to close her sushi restaurant. She worried about what she would do next. Then slowly, she began to imagine. And look, in her imagination, there's an ocean in a oh, painting on the wall. It's coming out. And the fish I are coming the out. Shell. Mm, look, the I'm holding the shell. <laughs> the water's coming out. Bite. Twelve. One more bite left. And explore no, and invent. The life story she hoped it's... Uh, tell sparkled like the reflection of sunlight on water. Nikki knew exactly what she wanted to do. It would be difficult, maybe impossible, but the voice in her heart said, show them. Nikki would serve kaiseki, but she'd do it her way. She'd make it Japanese and Californian, just like her. At last, Nikki's food would shout, this is who I am. By 13, Nikki called her new restaurant, Naka. Naka means inside in Japanese. Finally, Nikki was inside her dream. She served 13 courses, making sure they flowed together like a stream. She cooked with the seasons. Summer meant sweet sorbet using carrots from her garden and bright yellow corn soup. Nikki's dishes were art and story. Her story. Words. Nikki is the woman, the woman in the very beginning. Yeah, the girl. Words spread about Nikki's storytelling food, and customers flowed to Naka. Every night, Chef Nikki invents delicious dishes. She never serves the same meal to a customer twice. Every night is like a New Year's celebration of love and laughter. And whenever anyone says a woman can't be master chef, Nikki lets her food do the talking. I'll show them, Nikki said. And she did. And this last picture, it's her at a restaurant. And there's, she can see everybody sitting down, eating, talking, enjoying the food. One woman's even saying, this is so good. And that is the end.